2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This. Are you trying to be quiet? Resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music excoriated the room or something. And led us to make this podcast. You see me look to the side like... "Mm." Uh, we are far from experts, and I promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to album 152, and from 1979, 80, kind of, uh, it's, this is complicated, it's Pretenders by The Pretenders. Now, oh, did geez. you listen to Pretenders 2? Because that's their next album, which, by is the that way. the one with the leprechaun in it? <laughs> Oh, no, that's leprechaun. leprechaun. I'm the leprechaun. I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> I'm going to space. I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> did you say that, Rob, did you say that I promised to do no research I instead of we promised? you didn't hear that flow. Are you slowly trying to take this thing this, over? As that your was podcast? a flub. That was a flub. That's on me. <laughs> I'm going to accept the responsibility for that. I was distracted by pushing buttons and generally keeping this whole thing in order and trying to decide what we're going to do today for excitement. Because we definitely haven't talked in the last, I don't know, five days. We've done now four episodes and we're all burned out. We definitely don't. Maybe we're regretting getting together tonight to record this, but that's not us. That can't be us at all. Never that. Listen. Regrets. Let's guys. Uh, let me, regrets. I, I don't have time to talk to you. I need to turn on the radio. Now you might say to yourself, Oh Rob, you've got the summer off. You don't work. You wake up when you want. You do what you want all day. You must have had so much time to do this parody song. It must be such high quality. The answer is, not really. I did this in the last 10 minutes. Okay. So I'm just going to say that right now. I'm not proud of this. Try parody to give song. more time. This is what my shitty parody songs sound like. So think if I really put effort into it, how good I would be. At the end of the show, Rob gets silly. He gets distracted. Talks forever. Gets mad, upset. He wants to, wants to keep on talking. <laughs> Rob's joking. Pace is slowing. You're tired enough. Rob's fired up. There's no stopping. Russ's head is throbbing. Rob's talking. He's talking. He's a focus. Hey, everybody, welcome to K-Rob. K-O-B. If you thought this was a song where Rob was going to apologize for making jokes at the end of the show, I got news for you, buddy. Don't worry. I don't think so. And I don't think it's so, like with a needle and thread. I mean, that's just an example of a joke I might make at the end of the show. Oh, yeah. Here's what happens at the end of the show. Rob tells a 10 minute long joke. Don't worry. Here it comes. Eat shit. (laughs) End of the show. It is a struggle. I'm laughing. Because of Rob, the episode time doubles. Don't worry. Don't worry. Eat shit. (laughs) Don't worry. Eat shit. I'm so lazy. Don't worry. Eat shit. Don't worry, eat shit. 
When you want to hear about the greatest Honestly, I can hear a full length song Don't worry shit I really could Now Why were we making that joke At the end of the last episode Who knows It's a mystery Nobody remembers exactly Why we're talking about Vi McFerrin But I've got the perfect podcast for you. I don't know either. No, it It doesn't matter. (laughs) We just were doing it. It's something we did. So, Uh, welcome everybody. This is Beck Did It Better. And listen, we are talking about pretenders by the pretenders. And I've got three guys here who love the pretenders. Oh, wait, no, I misread that. They love pretending to like doing this podcast. Oh, oh, Uh, oh, I've got Matt. What'd you say? I'm the great pretender. Is that what we're doing? Oh, I'm the great pretender, pretending that I wear a condom. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, the condom fell off. Uh, Matt, Minneapolis. Why are they so big? (laughs) (laughs) That's, you know what? what? Guys, should we all go? buy condoms after this episode and just see what that's like again. Just get, if, uh, let me ask you this. Do you think if you were in bed and you were getting intimate with your significant other and you put on a condom, would that throw them off? I think my wife would be like, wait, what? <laughs> let's, you know what? Let's introduce a condom. Let's all do that and see how it goes. And that's, that's content for the next back. episode. I mean, you got you to be safe after riding that, that Peloton bike in Vegas, right? You have to. And I got bit by a monkey. I don't know if I told you guys about that story, but it was I cut harrowing. the tip of my finger off after I talked to you guys last, and I've been wearing a finger condom for two days. And believe me, every time I put the finger condom on, I have to think of Rob. Like, it just, it looks like a real condom. Okay. No, wait a minute. No, just wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> what happened? I, Why are you wearing a finger condom? Because I was trying oh, to chop some broccoli on Saturday night and I cut right like I. Are you really going to say chop and broccoli and broccoli. you're going to leave it out there like I was chopping like broccoli and I <laughs> sliced the shit out of my finger. Do you uh, eat broccoli as a post podcast snack, like a late night snack, and gross. you cut up broccoli? No, Anna does though. Anna, like, she'll come in the kitchen and like find leftover broccoli and eat that for a late night snack. Leftover broccoli. We talked no such thing. It's all leftover broccoli. We. <laughs> it's all leftover. Nobody's ever made broccoli on purpose. I've been like, oh, good. Here's a bunch of broccoli. Like the point of broccoli is you cut most of it off. Like you just get rid of most of it, and then you just get the hairy part, right? But we talked on Friday, and then Saturday I went to a kid's birthday party. But before I went to the birthday party, I stopped my buddy's my by my buddy's Al's house, uh, and Al had some cachaça from Brazil he wanted me to taste. So I tasted the Brazil, and then there was yep. a couple of Modelos at the birthday party. And then I came home and had a uh, mezcal grande with Anna. Here in America. And then I was trying to cut this broccoli, and I think I shouldn't have been cutting broccoli at that moment. And I mm-hmm. sliced the shit out of my finger. And then, yeah, anytime I want to cook or wash my hands, I got to put the finger condom on. And like, it even has like the, like the reservoir tip at the end, the whole thing. Like it looks like you gotta a squeeze condom. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it Brown? Like no. the first condom I ever used? <laughs> no, it's just a white one, but I'm down to my last one. I keep reusing it. Like I, I had a bunch of them and now I'm down to my last ones. So I got to keep like putting yeah. it back in the first aid kit and use it. I did again. that. I did that in college too. <laughs> Save money. I get it. Smart. I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, good, Rob. You got you got all sad, so I feel sad too. Oh Let's no! Talk about the pretenders. God, oh, how'd man. you know I'm sad? I'm always sad. <sighs> That's my baseline, though. Russell, Minneapolis. How are you doing? <laughs> Rob, this podcast is a mercy mission. From four voices, our listeners never want to hear again. 
<laughs> We're not even disguising our contempt oh. for the podcast anymore. <laughs> I've got Aaron out in California. Now, Aaron, recently, I, I feel like I've been doing a lot of across the seas joke, but Aaron recently traveled overseas. He went to France and he, he had a Gaelic axe sent back as a package. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can tell because uh, what he has a foreign accent. Oh. Wow. Oh. That's, that's, that's a it? bad that's the whole joke. thing? And my axe. <laughs> you know what? Everybody, stop your sobbing. Let's talk about pretenders. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, let's get into... Well, the- I think we have to ask first, what's the difference between the pretenders and the replacements? Same <laughs> band or different band? I, I think one has oh. Chrissy Hine and one doesn't is the biggest difference. <laughs> uh, let's get into our voicemail. We have a voicemail. Never know. Sometimes we have zero. Sometimes we have a thousand. shit listeners. Like listeners. Like fuck off. Fuck off. Callers are so stupid. Kiss my ass. Fuck off. I pushed the wrong button. This is on me. It's my bad. Hey guys, you guys really think you have what it takes to be teachers? Aaron, especially you with all your plans. Do you really think you have it? I really need to know if you guys think you could cut it in the teacher's lounge. And when I say cut it, I mean cut a rug. (laughs) Okay, we're going to cut that off. What is going on? (laughs) Well, it might have been. Maybe that person was having some margaritas with maybe somebody else who was actually cool and you'd want to spend time with in a bar. And he said to them, oh, we don't have any voicemails, so please call. So she made a call sitting right next to me. But here's the question. Do you guys actually think, because here's the deal I was thinking, teaching is so bad that we get three months off and everybody just kind of, and people make fun of it and I get that, but people just kind of accept it yet nobody wants to be a teacher, right? Like everybody acknowledges it sucks balls. Do you guys think you could be a teacher? Because I know for a fact, I couldn't do any of your jobs. Like there's no way I have the skills to do that. Let's just, let's just say that. Aaron, could you be uh, a teacher? Uh, but I want to be clear. I don't think I have ever on this podcast said anything about teachers having it easy. No, I don't think I could do it. Uh, on the post-game shows, you've said quite a bit, Aaron, oh, that's if, if I remember correctly. <laughs> you were into the contractual nuances last time I talked to you about it. Like, I, do, I did get it. into the contractual. I had a lot of discussions with, I, I lost some, I don't know, I, I met Aaron a went some off bridges. on steps and ladders. Yeah. No, I, listen, I was 100% <laughs> in support of the teachers union. Aaron's like, I, the number one thing we need is more teachers in the library. So I don't have to do this shit. <laughs> to get all these parents in the library. It's a pain in the ass. No, I don't think I could be a teacher. No, thank you. But you, Aaron, you think you'd be a good teacher or not? What would be, what would be, what would you bring to the teaching game? What, what would make I, you a good teacher? What would make you a bad teacher? I feel the same about teaching that I do about uh, some things like being a chef or being a bartender. Like I think I could make one good drink and I think I could do one good one hour lecture on something I cared about, but I couldn't teach mm-hmm. every day and keep it fresh and keep the kids interested. Like I, you know, I think I could like walk in and do one thing where they like laughed at me after I left and made fun of me, but it was like, they were, didn't like beat me up, but otherwise, no, I think too, I think another problem you have, and I know we've tried to keep this off the air. Okay. And I, maybe I'll beep this out, but your last name is lick Hardcock. And I think, <laughs> what? I think that is, that would be a problem. That would make me a target. I could see yeah. how that would. Yeah. yeah, I could see how that one would be hard to. Yeah, overcome. that would be a problem. I think that would be hard it to overcome. Just feels like, yeah. Well, now I've been outed. As now, everyone knows my true identity. So that's unfortunate. Russell's uncle's gonna call us out for saying we're giving away too much information. I know. That's on me. 
how about you, Matt? Do you think you'd be a good teacher or not? No. And, you know, it's, it's, and it's a double-edged sword. I never, you know, I used to be one of the people that would make fun of teachers for having all this time off, right? Well, then they would say, you could be a teacher. And I thought, you know what? I could. It's a choice. You make a choice. There's gives and takes. It's, it's with any job yeah. you do, there's gives and take. The only thing that drives me, just, it brings my irk level up just a little bit of a nod is that it doesn't go both ways with teachers most times because they'll be like, oh, gotta get back to school or, oh, you know, it's so bad. <laughs> oh. And it's like, hey, you guys have a choice. You don't have to be a teacher, yeah. right? And I don't have to listen to all this complaining about being a teacher, but it's a two-way, I mean, it's, it's, it's like anything in life. You don't have to do it. Some people love it. Some people are stuck. Some people don't know what else they would do. And that's, for people in investments. That's for people in marketing. It's the same thing with anything. So do you guys work with anybody? Do you guys work with anybody who just should not have that job? That's the oh, worst. Yeah. Thing see, oh it? yeah. That's the yeah, worst. Absolutely. Teacher is like somebody who's just like, you'll never, like I could show you everything I know. I could teach you everything and you'll never be a good teacher. Like you suck as a teacher. Like that's just the way it is. You should be, I don't know what, if you're, I mean, if you can't teach, what do you do? I maybe go into administration, I guess. I don't know what, yeah. <laughs> Two weeks I'm in not a row. sure. But you guys show. work with somebody who just sucks. I like to I mean, hear that. We, all the we, time. We actively have a person in my office, and I'll just say on one of the floors that I work on, uh-huh. who we're, who we're, 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 I mean, it's an honest discussion between like the people that are sitting there every day. Like, does this person have another job? Are they one of those people that have two jobs and like they're getting paid by, like, it's like, what is this person doing? That's and none of us have like the authority to do anything, right? We're not upper middle management like Rosie. So can, we can't, can I, you know, fill out the TPS report. And Without giving away there. too much, Matt, why do you think this person has another job? That's such a curious thing to think about somebody like. Because they're never around and they never answer anything and they never get anything right. And they just, it's like, hmm. what are you doing all day? So I don't know. Do you think we work it's too under- hard? Is that the problem? Like, should we just be dumb shits and just be like, no. Oh. We suck at no. this. No, no, I don't know. You shouldn't. That's a horrible way to go through life. I have. I when I. I mean, I've been middle management now for a long time, but I. Upper I learned middle it. management, Rosie. Don't <laughs> sell you. yourself short. Upper, upper middle upper. management. Yeah, I learned really quickly that, like, yeah, you should be saying no to your boss like a lot more often. Like, you can say no to <laughs> a lot more stuff. What? You don't, like, yes. <laughs> See, <laughs> or, Russell's the boss, so now he's, like, he's pushing a lot of different ways yeah. to say it. But like, you can say no, or like, yeah, maybe, or just like. Let me not ask you respond. this: though. Like, you can, Aaron, you can get away with a lot more than you think. Let me ask you this: What if I have an assistant who works for me, right? Yeah. And it's their job to help me do stuff, right? Okay. And I ask for one kiss, just one little kiss. <laughs> no, no, one little God, kiss. That's no. a big deal now. <laughs> no, uh, not, not, not doing this. All right, no. that's good. Nope. To know. That's good. To know. <laughs> Russell, could you be a teacher? You know what? I, I, I think there are aspects of teaching I would enjoy and be good at, but I there are two problems that I would have. One is I am not a patient person, and. <laughs> Teaching would take an incredible amount of patience that I do not intuitively have. If I had to ramp it up as part of my job, I probably could, but it's not something that comes naturally to me. So one, that would be a problem. I feel like you either need to work at an exclusive private school. That's what I feel like. Or you'd be a better college professor than you would be like a junior high or high school teacher. I think you'd be an excellent college professor. The other thing is, I don't know if you guys have ever done like Myers-Briggs or any of those personality tests, but I'm like on the far end of two certain things. Uh, One is judging and one has to do with like, I don't forgot the letter, but it's like logic. I think rationally about 
overthink everything like that. And so when things don't make sense to me, it just, I can't handle it. So like, I think I would have a hard time dealing with students who were doing stuff that didn't make sense to me. I think my, my a colleague of mine once highlighted in a Myers-Briggs test that said, Russ doesn't t- have time for things that don't make sense. And I like, don't have time for things that don't make sense. And I think that like would make me a kid bad a, teacher. Radiohead being 20th on this list doesn't make sense doesn't to make you. Doesn't make sense no to me. For, I, think, yeah. I think it's horse shit. I think it's don't worry, eat shit. Like yeah. when I put on deodorant and you can't smell me, it make no sense. You know what I mean? It like no it's, sense. <laughs> it's no sense. I don't know. Rob, which, which of us do you think would be the best teacher? You know us well enough to know oh, who would be yeah. a good teacher and who wouldn't. What do you think? Fuck, Mary kill Matt <laughs> you know what? or Russ as a teacher. I got to admit, I got to admit, I think it's Aaron. I do think it's Aaron. No. Like Aaron, the fact that he's put in the time to do the library. Uh, but I think Aaron, I think Aaron would be a great teacher. I think all you guys would be great. I'm telling you, teaching is not hard. You just sit there and you're like, hey, like, doesn't this suck? And the kids are like, oh my God, the teacher thinks this class sucks. And then you're like, nope, here's a test or whatever. Like, I don't know. Do teachers... Live for the time off. Like, is it like a, oh, yeah, I do this because I get 10 weeks in the summer or whatever it is. And all this. No, stuff. teachers do it because they are all little dictators. They all want attention. All teachers <laughs> are older. Be in charge. Yeah. They're all yeah. the oldest siblings. Like they all want people to listen to them. I mean, you should go to a teacher meeting and hear how much other teachers talk. And then all the other teachers are like, oh my God, they're talking all the time. It's so annoying. It's like, yeah, we all want to be the one talking. We all want attention. That's why we are teachers. That's the way it is. We will teach the same thing. I have taught the same thing now for 18 years. 18 years, I have taught the same intro, the same lessons. And it's great because they have to listen to me. They have no choice. They must sit there and listen to the same joke I make every year. Rob, what percentage of teachers do you think would keep teaching if tomorrow they said, hey, we're going to a full full year school year, you get... Two weeks, you 15 days of PTO or vacation throughout the year, but you're working the whole year. You might get 10% to stay on. That would be about <laughs> it. I would bet. It's, it's, a huge, I, it's a huge perk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's giant. I mean, just imagine your job right now. Everybody leaves and you get to reset with everybody brand new. So all the mistakes you made, nobody knows about any mistake you made. Nobody knows about anything. You can just restart and be like, actually, I'm really cool. And last year, they... You know, I did a great job and I'm a great teacher. Everybody's like, oh, he must be telling the truth. Like it's blame it on like a horrible class mixture. Some oh, yeah. it was just bad mixture of kids yeah. last year. Well, it just didn't work out well. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. wasn't my deodorant. They just. Right. I didn't wear deodorant. I got lightheaded. I wanted to kiss my assistant. That's not my fault. We are resetting. <laughs> this is a brand Rob, new year. I have what? a question. What, what makes, what made Suzanne a good teacher and what made her a terrible? What, you know what she was really good at? I should tell you this right now. What she was really good at is getting kids to admit when they did, when they fucked up and did something really oh. bad. If we had a kid who did something wrong, like we know this kid, you know, did something terrible. We would send him to Suzanne and Suzanne would just be like, so what do you think happened? And just eventually she would be like Columbo. Get just eventually crack, like though. get it out of him. And she was so good. Whereas I go in and I'm like, I'm the best. You're going to listen to me talk for 10 minutes. This is why this is wrong. And at the end, I'm like, I don't really know if he did it. Suzanne was so good at getting that out of them. You know what would make me a terrible teacher? What's that? I'm a sweaty dude. And oh, like, yeah. if I've got to be up uh, in front too. of yeah. a crowd in like presumably a school with bad air conditioning and like the, you have to open mm-hmm. the windows like 85 degrees, me standing up in front of a room of students for like 40 minutes would just be nonstop. Can you believe how much this guy sweats up? Listen, there? Russell, the good news is the great thing about working with middle school kids, they will yes. never, ever make fun 
of a chubby guy in front of the classroom teaching. That's just not something that happens. <laughs> they don't do that. It's time to see what everybody's That's okay. the fully rational side. Yeah. Roll it. Go away. I also have to ask you, Rob, this is a thing I think I would have a hard time. I I feel like I'm, I'm kind of, I need to be in control of the success of what mm-hmm. I'm working on. And if I were to work with students and some of them weren't doing well, I would take that very personally. How long did it take you as a teacher to kind of get over taking a student's, whether they do well or don't do well, and not taking it personally as how, how well you did? Oh, you never do. It's always a blast. Like when, when a kid doesn't do well, you're like, Am I a shitty teacher? Like, no matter what, you're like, I, every year, it happens every year where a kid struggles and you're just like, I could do a better job with this. Like, it's, it's, it's always, because you can't be like, oh, it's the kids. Because, yeah, of course, they're middle yeah. school kids. We all, I but mean, we all know middle school kids. They're the, the worst. Parents. It's the parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't, that, where, yeah, isn't yeah. that the next? And then you're a middle school parent at home and they're like, can you help your child? No, I, motherfucker, I can't help my kid with math. <laughs> you help him with math. I'm busy. I'm playing video games. I don't have time for this stuff. <laughs> I, I was up late recording a podcast. A podcast. <laughs> yeah. My kids are always coming out. Oh, I can't sleep because you're doing the podcast. Yeah, I know. Okay. We Rob, have, have you ever not gotten a test graded and returned your students on time because of the podcast? Well, I told, I told you, no, of course not. I always get it. It's, I, I always, or I say to them, oh, did you just ask me about the test? That's it. One more day. You don't get it back. One more day. Well, I haven't graded them at all. I'm like, <laughs> that's on you. If you're mad. Blame Charles over here. It's his fault. Um, <laughs> But you know that I did tell you that one time I moved and I moved my couch. There's just some kids test under there ungraded. I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) The idea of me lying on the floor, gritty test. That was so funny to me. Was there a sandwich next to it? (laughs) Yeah. This is the best part. I tell you this. I tell the story about you teaching all the time to people I know. And so we haven't talked about it in forever. And it's still my favorite story ever is when you talk about you're going to put on a, some sort of show on the TV for the middle school kids. And then you tell them, like, I don't want you to laugh. It might be a little nudity. Yeah, just, yeah, a little, yeah. just don't laugh. And then they, they pay attention through the whole thing. And then yeah. there is no nudity. And then they're like, what? And yeah. like, oh, sorry. Wrong one. I was like, oh, there wasn't nudity in that video about photosynthesis. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> they paid attention to the entire yeah, thing. Yeah, didn't yeah. say a word. Rolling, going. Listen, I'm going to start rolling going today because I've got to say this. I need to give a spanking of the week. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Can I keep my shorts on again this time, Rob, or do I? It's time for big Puzzle shorts Rob to wear this discipline thing. you crave. It's time for the official. I love how there's a horn on. Spanking of the week. Oh. This spanking of the week goes out to Aaron. Now, I was expecting. What? I have you know what it's for, Aaron, or not? No, I just figured that's where this was going. I've got to say, I I just have a sound clip here titled, Aaron is a wet blanket. Okay, now, I was informed that I can't make this a make fun of Aaron segment, so I'm not going to do that. But I just want to point out, this was last week. We were doing Under Pressure by Queen. Russ and I do a great version of uh, Vanilla Ice over the top. Now, I have cut out the music so you can hear Aaron's response. So half of us, 50% of us, are having a great time doing Vanilla Ice. Listen to Aaron the Wet Blanket come in on a comedy podcast and listen to him just drop the hammer on us. David Bowie, the song is under pressure. You've got claps and finger snaps alternating here. Man, speaking of influences on George Michael. Great song. 
but I'm not going to steal your thunder. All right, oh, stop. you go for it, Aaron. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something. Grab a hold of me hold tightly. Grab a hold of me tightly. Flow like oh, a hawk. Both daily, daily and nightly. We don't want to stop, yo. I don't Can't know. Do Turn off the lights. Much, and I'll go to the extreme. I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up the stage. Beat. Watch jump like a candle. Dance. It's not the same beat, though. It's hot. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I mean, when I listen. Just hop in there. I was riffing on the Vanilla Ice interview. Uh, don't you guys know the famous Vanilla Ice interview where he's trying to prove that he wasn't actually? Yep. He's like, no, 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 mine's different. If you listen, he goes, dun, 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 dun. you're being ironic. <laughs> I was quoting Vanilla Ice. Oh, Rob, you know Rob, what? I need to of the week. Now, now you an heard? apology from I gotta give Aaron an apology. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. <laughs> does a better podcast. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> we haven't done a Beck did a better apology Listen, in a long Aaron, time. I have to give you an apology of the week. That's my bad. I screwed up. Okay, I was just I trying to do a bit. I was trying to get on the, Rob, on the bit train Google with it you. quick. Listen to, listen to Vanilla Ice. It is hilarious. Yeah, it's like 15 <laughs> seconds. What I'm talking about. What's that? Vanilla Ice denies ripping off Queen. Just Google that quick. We sampled them from them, but it's not the same bass line. Uh, like it goes ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. That's the way theirs goes. Ours goes ding, 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 there's a gong in front of everyone. There. <laughs> well, that's good because you know what I was going to do? I was going to go visit Aaron and I was going to go hold him off a hotel back balcony by his feet. Oh. Okay? <laughs> fucks around. He finds out what's going on here. <laughs> the more you fuck around. How can somebody named Suge be so mean? You know what it's I mean? Weird, like to it? me, you meet somebody named Suge Knight. Oh, sweet. Chivalrous. He's going to be a great guy. He's definitely not going to hang me out of a hotel fire escape by my feet. Right? <laughs> Can you imagine if you dropped vanilla ice? What about what? How different would this world be if every time you heard Ice Ice Baby, it was like a sad, you know what I mean? Like every time you heard Ice Ice Baby, it was like this. If, like, if he oh. would have dropped him, if he would have dropped him, yeah, that vanilla ice album, we would have listened to it by now on the list. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee, if Shim Knight would have dropped him, he would have been in the top He's 150. In the top 150, just for being a martyr. We'd be like, this song about ninjas was actually about Ninja Turtles. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go! <laughs> Does anyone, is, was that one on that album? Was the Go Ninja song on no, his album? No, it was on It was on a second album, and I'm sure at that point he was oh. like, he's like, I can't not make hits. I'm going to make a hit for the rest of my life. I'm never going to have to do anything else besides make music. Over under four and a half, can you guys name four and a half Vanilla Ice songs no. not named Ice Ice Baby? No, no. but I'm sure Russell no. can. Point I know five. Russell can. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can off the top. No, of course of my head. not. Nobody can. Do you guys know any of them? Oh shit! Did uh, he have a reggae? Does it count when he's on he songs with, as Rob Van Winkle with the Bloodhound Gang? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. He was with the Bloodhound Gang. He he did songs with the Bloodhound Gang. Okay, so here's Ice Ice Baby was '94. I re- I do remember rolling in my 5.0. Okay, let's listen to rolling in my 5.0 real quick. Oh, yeah, this is an easy one. Look at that hat. Oh, this hat. video. 
Oh, no. a little Steve Miller band in here. Just like fully ripping off. Hey, no, no, this is not Steve Miller band. That goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even really trying here. Even look at them with no shirt on. They're just bad. Does this video hold up? Who would wear no shirt like this? That's crazy. I mean, it's not a bad beat. That was so bad. That <laughs> was terrible. Yeah, that was awful. As bad as it gets. It would be it would be a top one fifty one album if he had gotten dropped. If he had gotten like, dropped Snow, dropped Snow Informer is way better than that, right? No, <laughs> pull it up. A little bit. A boom boom down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's in prison and he's wearing glasses. Yeah. Okay. So he's been thinking in range. Oh, so I get it. He learned. Yeah. From prison. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. What the hell's going on? It's just like guys in glasses with extreme close-ups. This video is also wild. If, if you if you saw this guy and said, would he be a better teacher or a better rapper? Everyone would pick teacher. <laughs> he probably is a teacher. Oh, I he guarantee, probably yeah. is. I guarantee he's Mr. Snow at some middle school somewhere. <laughs> That style. Of course, that guy's a teacher. Now, unfortunately, I have another uh, spanking of the week, which is oh, I'm not alone. Okay, that Rob tried to sing a note, and I also cut the music out here. I just want to play this because I thought Aaron, we would all make fun of Aaron and gang on Aaron and really blast Aaron for being a real piece of shit and make fun of him and say he slips up what he says. We'd blast him. And then I would play this. Everybody'd be like, wow, Rob's actually a nice guy. But it turns out Aaron was actually being funny on another level. I couldn't even comprehend, (laughs) including when I edited it. So let's play one making fun of Rob. And maybe we can all agree that maybe Rob is also a cool guy for being uh, exposing himself like this. And well, this doesn't expose himself. All right, let's just move on. I don't like you saying exposing yourself when you're got no shirt on right now. Russell, he's talking to you, Russell. Everyone. Everyone. Me too? Yes. Oh, no, the delay. I forgot. Somebody to love. Me. Somebody to love. You're down here. Somebody to love. Love. Some. Wait. Love. Oh, jeez. <laughs> when I cut away the music, you can hear how I just do not hit that note at all. And Aaron, who is the nicest guy in the world, even goes, oh, geez. <laughs> so anyway, that is my spanking oh, of the week. Can we give one more spanking of the week? Yeah, let's do it. Little boy. So we had John from Edina, right? And John from Edina, we, we've talked about him for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he He's chews a bit. He's a legend. Uh, video games. Uh, he had a, a possum that he fed. And there's all sorts of things, right? Yeah. Like John is a legend. legend. He comes on this... Godforsaken podcast, and he talks about his fucking sleep problems yep. <laughs> and the mask that he wears. That's the story that that's that guy he got. gets his one shot to come on this, you know. And I didn't think about it when we were recording, but then you know throughout the week, I'm like, that's what we got out of John for his rolling going. Is now he's got sleep apnea and he wears a mask at night. He's born again. Getting old. <laughs> that's what he said. Matt, I got news for you. We are old and lame. Okay, it's like, true. That's the way it is. Like it's. We are losers. That, you know what? That feeds into my rolling going. So I'll go next. Rolling going, man. How's it going with you? Sarah and I, we went out for, we had a little date night on Saturday night. So we recorded on Friday. So nice. all can't, can't do anything. Went out Saturday night. We went to a place called Tosca, which is on 44th between Abbott and Beard. 
Kind of in that Linden Hills neighborhood area. Well, it's kind of hard to get to. You got to because you got to jog around a little bit through the yeah, Linden Hills. Yeah, you got to either come from France or come from Xerxes, and then you got to watch out. Yeah, so you want to go in just south of Lake Harriet, then, there. Matt. Well, it's a little more west of Lake Harriet. Okay. 44th kind of yeah, runs I'm right into... I'm going to Turkey tomorrow. I'm getting on a plane and going to Turkey. <laughs> yeah, and I guarantee we have talked more about how to get to this Tosca than I will going to that is not Istanbul, not Constantinople. Rob, you yeah. take amazing international trips all the time. And other than you Jenny getting the, nothing, the vibrator yeah. confiscated, I don't think you've ever told us one story yeah, about any of your international trips. I'm a man of mystery. What can I say? <laughs> man of mystery. So we went to dinner there, and then yeah. about a block and a half away is Wooden Ship Brewing, so about 44th and Zenith. So you go just like you're heading back to, you know, and go there. So we're sitting there. It's packed, and I don't know what's going on. It's Pride Weekend, things like that. I have never been that far west than 44th. You know, so it feels like there are some Pride events going on, but I couldn't tell. But I did notice you can always pick out the guy who's an accountant who normally wears a polo shirt and jeans and like one of those like uh, weaved belts. What do they call those weaved belts? You know, some and that's people what call he wore. Them cool and actually useful. I mean, some people, you know, a weaved belt. And then he's got to go out with his buddies. So he puts on like jeans and then like a band t shirt and it just looks completely out of, yeah. out of place. So the band t shirt with the jeans and then some weird pair of shoes. That's my like, oh, that guy's out for a good time tonight. He's not normally out. That's right. kind of a thing. So is that what you Do you guys wearing? have anything? Do you guys have anything that you just wear and you're like, oh my goodness, like I'm too, I'm too old to be wearing this anymore. Like I have given up on wearing t-shirts out in public. Like when going out to restaurants, and stuff, I just know I got to at least wear a polo shirt or something. Yeah. Like my t-shirt game is just completely gone at this point because of these people. I have a couple of Pearl Jam shirts <laughs> and I might wear them, but it's like I I, can't, I don't feel comfortable wearing a t-shirt out in public anymore because of these people. Is there anything I have an I have an Undertaker WWE shirt like it's like oh. a character of the Undertaker and I'll okay. throw that on once in a while then I'll be like man this was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when I run like I, like if you're wearing that and you run into like someone you know at KFC that's that's terrible. That's a horrible day. <laughs> well not at K if you run into him at KFC not so bad. Yeah. You're all right. It's like listen I, I know I haven't seen you guys for a little bit. It's nice to see you. You. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry for your loss. I saw, I thought wearing an Undertaker shirt to the <laughs> to the viewing would actually be appropriate because it is the Undertaker. Uh, Paul I brought my gong just to see if I can get him to wake up. <laughs> wake up. <laughs> <laughs> and I realize now maybe that's not the best idea. Yeah. So my apologies. Yeah. Is that what you say at a funeral at a viewing? My apologies. Hopefully, hopefully your grandma rests in peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about trying to wake her up. Yeah, and I'm also sorry I choke slammed her from the top of the cage. That was my bad. That was on me. I thought it would work out better. I'm sorry I slammed the preacher into the open casket from the top of the pulpit. We had beef. It was a Do you think the Undertaker match. like does he show like let's say someone in his like extended family passes away? He can't show up to that event, can he? Like he can't. I guess to like go ahead of time, pay his respects, and then not because he can't go in disguise. He's gigantic. Like he can't disguise himself no. either, right? Like Rosie, you got anything you stay away from these days? I mean, my uh... problem is you guys know I got pants problems. Like I I, I don't get yeah. a lot of complaints about my t-shirt collection, but like every time I get dressed to go out, my lady's like, we gotta get you some new pants. <laughs> like I don't know. I think I'll get, I got like three pairs of pants and she's always like, no, you got to get some new pants. So I don't know. I, I got some pants issues. What is she looking for in pants? She's looking for something that's like your buns. She wants to see more of your buns, like those sweet I buns. She wants some grandma's buns. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. I, I, I guess jeans tend to be okay. 
but yeah, I can't wear my corduroys. Uh, got some other pants that just don't don't pass the muster. So I'm not sure. I got yeah, I got some issues with the pants. I got some of those pants that like you know hug your ankle now and show a little ankle, and Ooh, you're supposed to wear no nice. show socks. So I okay. got I got some of those recently. Those seem to be man. You can't out. wear those and then make fun of people for wearing those shoes that they were wearing a few weeks back. Can you? What shoes were they wearing? A few, well, I don't know what weeks. you call them. The the oh, I did. I got. I I spoke to a listener who uh, is a Hey Dude shoes enthusiast, and he was a little bit. He was a little. He was a little. He wanted you guys to know that yeah. he wears Hey Dude shoes. He has. He three thinks pairs, you actually so. shouldn't be in the country. He thinks you should be out of the country. And right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah, he th- he thinks you should be out of the country. You'd actually have to climb quite a wall to get in. It's actually one of the best walls that we've oh, ever no. built. <laughs> what? I'm just talking about walls. I think that's fine. I I did have a work call with this guy a while back, like a a call a customer, I guess you'd call it, and he was wearing like the super rich guy blue shirt with the white collar, like oh. that Vince McMahon or Robert Kraft oh, always wear. Really? And oh, part of me that's... wanted to be like, seriously, you're wearing the fucking Robert Kraft mm-hmm. Vince McMahon super rich guy shirt. Mm-hmm. Ask me Whoa. about my options trading. That's the look. <laughs> Sell me this pen. Yeah, exactly. I've got a question. How, how deep is your guy's wardrobe? Like if you've got 150 t-shirts in there, do you only wear like the same five all the time? Are you always switching it up? Cause I've gotten in a bad habit of just wearing like a handful of things that I like almost yeah, all the time. Like this yeah. fits good. This fits better than that one. And I, and I I rarely go into the deep reserves. How about you guys? Yeah, Russ is like, listen, this it, it's not going to suck itself. Shirt is it fits. It's one of my best fitting shirts, <laughs> which is why I have to wear it so much. Um, I, I have bins for my clothes. Like I have bins. You know, I have hangers and everything, but I have bins for my t-shirts. And I have put all my nice t-shirts that aren't like thick as shit. You know what I mean? Like they're not like yes. the Gildan. <laughs> The Gildan shirts or whatever. They're all in one bin. And I just have like 10 shirts now that I'm cycling through. And I'm just, I've just accepted like this other bin. Those are shitty shirts. I'm not going to wear those. I can't toss them because like one of them is the one where it's, I have a big dick and you have a small dick shirt. Like I can't throw that away, but I'm also not going to wear that. That's These are shirts you need to tell your story. I have the same, same thing going on. Like I got, I've been wearing the same five t-shirts and I'm like, well, I got to get rid of some t-shirts, but I can't like throw them out. These tell a story about me. So they just go into no, the closet. No, 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 no. You can throw them out. Cause if you don't throw them out in 20 years, you will throw them out. Yeah, it's true. Or Anna will be throwing them out for you. You know, Rosie's wife at gmail.com. Yeah, it's true. She'll be asking the undertaker at your funeral, whether yeah. he wants them. Hey, do you want any of Aaron's old shirts? Undertaker man. I got to admit at this point, if I feel my coronary artery closing, I might go to my closet and throw away my, I make the THX sound when I come <laughs> shirt. Like that one might just have to go. Because if my kids are like, well, better clean out the closet. And then they pull out that shirt. They're like, yeah, if your kids have to you, bring man. that one to the Goodwill, they'll never be allowed back, right? Yeah. Well, and I like to think too, think if you're at the Goodwill, you open it up and there's a shirt that says, I make the THX noise when I come. And you're like, what the fuck? This shirt exists? <laughs> I mean, those shirts are hilarious though, right? I mean, there's the one, the famous one that I'm not gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And you see some like <laughs> pick wearing that. So I saw one the other day, guy riding a yes, motorbike. Yes, we're back on t-shirt talk in the summer. I love it. Guy riding a motorbike. And it said, I'm so fat because every time I fuck your mom, she gives me a piece of cake. Oh my God. <laughs> my God. Jesus. Oh. This is on his back. Whoa. How about that? How do you wow. think that works? I don't know. Like the I idea would, that you yeah. wouldn't just go to sleep is so foreign to me. Like you'd wake <laughs> no. up and be like, well, it's time for cake now. If there was a piece of cake just sitting there like on the bedstand next to you, Rob, you wouldn't. I, I would I would have to think about that beforehand, right? Like, 
Hey, listen, I know <laughs> we're about to do this. I get it. Just going to dive in a little bit here. I think I was cake. at, I was at a trivia night recently and we won trivia, which was, we won the wow. trivia and the winning uh, team on trivia. Yeah. Won a $5 shot in a beer. So we got our shot in a beer and there were two guys yeah. on, the, on the trivia team who were there on their, <laughs> on their e-bikes. And the guy, the one guy took okay, the shot and he was like, <laughs> wait, 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 back up a sentence. What's that? Was that last yeah. sentence? There were two guys on the trivia team who were there on their e-bikes, you know? So the, the so the, yep. the one guy took the shot and he was like, I don't know, like I shouldn't do this and then ride home. And he like took the shot and the other guy was like, you need to ride home right now. Like go now before it kicks in. <laughs> I think that's the cake and the sex. Like eat the cake now and then have mm-hmm. the sex before the cake kicks in and then you go to sleep. I think that's how that works. I got to admit, nobody's ever complained about me having frosting breath. You know what I mean? Like that's never been a thing where it's like, oh, God damn, you smell like frosting. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling going, Aaron. How's it going with you? Oh man, it's I I got a high and a low. So the highs, I uh, had some Copper Copper River salmon tonight for dinner, which was delicious. Nice. Uh, we don't have California king salmon this year, which is why I don't eat almonds anymore. How do you cook it on the grill? Well, because I've got my way and I love it. But go ahead. My way is. Uh, do you know the mayonnaise trick? No. Oh, so I did that sophomore year. Just. Just, just let Rob have at it for a minute, please. <laughs> Everyone needs to go on mute. And let Rob what? go for this. The just, mayonnaise trick? Come on, you've got to have something amazing for this. <laughs> I He's wiping this. sweat off his. I don't hold it back. <laughs> the disappearing mayonnaise trick? Oh, come on. It listen. It all goes. The thing is, is that all this mayonnaise. How did you get so much mayonnaise in the, your, the tip of your finger cup? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's a, that's a good joke. No, no, no that's a good joke. <laughs> so like, no, a thin layer of mayonnaise on the flesh side of the fish does not okay. change the flavor at all, <laughs> but it prevents it from sticking because mayo has a particular chemical reaction with heat. So you can go, you can go flesh side down on the grill first. As long as you use the mayo, you have no sticking at all. You don't have to worry about like oiling. You still want to heat the grates. You don't have to worry about oiling them or anything. So gas grill. So I like to do, you know, Flesh side down, mm-hmm. turn to get the nice crosshatch grill marks, and then flip it over. And then I cook it to like 120, 125, depending on what it is. Matt, flesh down, skin up. Your, flesh down, skin like up. To, that's the way I like I to fuck, Aaron. Ludicrous on that one, didn't he? Yeah, with <laughs> salmon. That's how I fuck with salmon. I'm cooking it that way. I like creating a little pocket in a tin foil, like a little tin foil pocket. Yep. Right? I've never tried so this. Put the, put the filet on the pocket with the skin side down. And then put a little uh, lemon juice if you can, a couple pads of butter, and then put some pesto in there, and then seal that thing up, but leave enough room for everything to kind of bake in there, and put it on for about 25, 30 minutes, and it comes out. I mean, that's that's the way I like to do it. I'm going to try that. I did did use lemon. I got lemons in the backyard. I used the lemons. I'm going to try Matt's Matt's style the next time. Yeah. Uh, And then I got a problem. I got a problem. I'm going to stick with the we're getting old and decrepit theme, which is that um, I sneezed. On Saturday, Uh-oh. oh no, and mm-hmm. it Broke hurt, rib. and my back hurt. And oh, the thing no. is, I really like sneezing. Like I sneeze, like the sun makes me sneeze. You guys might know that about me. So anytime you I go like outside sneezing? in the sun, I, sneezing feels good, man. It's like a release. It's like a violent, explosive thing that happens. Puts you to and, bed. Lets you go now, to sleep. And now, Rob, what can, other what other kind of things uh, <laughs> you feel good with violent, explosive? <laughs> That's after I eat too much cake, usually. Yeah, I would definitely eat the cake. Yeah, too much cream in the frosting. 
And so it feels now, good. I gotta I'm say, the other day that did happen to me where I went and got Starbucks, I was like, God damn, I love the Starbucks iced coffee with some foamy milk on there. And then about 30 minutes later, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about this part of it. <laughs> I forgot about this part. Where it's just like, I mean, it really, it's like you're mixing soup with more soup. Like it's, I, oh. it's, there's not, there's no resistance whatsoever. Like it really, it's like a garden hose. Like you've just unkinked it. That's what it's like. <laughs> I'm like, was the coffee that good? I don't know. But I'm a teacher. So I don't care. Worth it. Oh, I have, I have diarrhea all day. Who cares? I'm at home. I mean, whatever. Home field advantage. Yeah, I might not even put so on pants today. It's ruined sneezing for me because I sneezed and hurt my back. So that's what happens when you get old, kids. Um, I, you know. I know somebody very close to me who's sneezed too hard a couple times and broke a couple ribs. Oh, and he's oh, been on the IR God. for a while. Oh. Yeah. Getting hoping old. That's, hoping that's not me. Do you tell people? Do you break If you break a rib sneezing, do you tell people that? I, I don't think I could. I'd have to make up a story about like lifting or jujitsu or. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I you have a lot of, yeah, you have a lot says. of options. Like I don't have those options. I don't know. It just wouldn't. And the thing is like, I've been, re- uh, it doesn't matter, but I, you know, I'm hoping. <laughs> here and here, it matters. Tell us. It I matters. just, you know, no, I've been so no. careful with my workouts. I've been trying to like really mm-hmm. do extra warm ups. I've been trying to mix in some different stuff. I tried the, the Peloton shadow boxing classes, which I really enjoyed feeling good and like feeling like I'm making some progress with my fitness. And then I hurt myself sneezing. <laughs> so I don't know. That's, that's, how, that's how it's going with me. How's it rolling going with you, Russell? Rolling going. Things are going good. I did have one thing. We did have to get through the next regional, the final regional of the DVD yes. tournament. But yes. I had to ask you guys about one quick thing. I went out for a walk on the river earlier tonight. You know, I live down by the river. Yes. Where the, the Biffs used to be. and The Biffs have been yeah. removed. I can oh, confirm they have been, been removed. Redeemed. Nice. Well, I got, I did, we do have to get into the oh, tournament yeah. though. I know yeah, we do, we, we, gotta, we, yeah, we, we gotta do have the, the final regional to get to as the, the upstairs tenant is, is finally getting all their stuff figured out, put away. They're starting to find out that my stuff isn't put away. They're wondering what is in this big blue tub. I'm afraid to say it's all the DVDs. So we gotta, we gotta start narrowing these down. So tonight we're doing the regional for the oh, drama we're, movies. We're the next, the next round? Or no, it's the, it's still the, the final. Fourth region. Okay. moving. So it told me he needs to make more space on the floor. Right. He needs to ditch his DVDs. Somehow he's got too many of these. So we will do this tournament once more. Yeah. <laughs> now we will go through we get to pick which movies that we think are hits we've got to get rid of some of these dvds now i don't want to alarm you but today we're doing drama so yes. there might be some movies that none of us have seen too many dvds Russ has too many DVDs. Why does Russ want to keep any of these? All these DVDs. This is 2003. He should check out this new thing called streaming. Now, I would like to point out that during this song, Aaron's wife at gmail.com came in and gave him a little bevy. And I just thought to myself, like, oh, what are you guys doing? And Aaron would be like, well... 
We're actually all sitting here listening to a minute and a half long song about uh, Russell's DVD collection. She'd be like, oh, is that the first time he's played a song? That's so creative. He'd make one song for the DVDs. No, actually, this is the third episode in a row where we've had a theme song for the DVD. And it's actually a different theme song. I mean, so. it's impressive. The so dedication, Russell. the creativity. That's all right. So today we're doing drama. As we've discussed before, actually, these Wait, I did. They're not alphabetized. They're in random order. Oh, no. what? Whoa. This is fun. Do I need Whoa. to change it or not? No, no. Let's chaos reigns. All these dumb shit listeners are going to be like, now what? let's see what they have to say. <laughs> All right. So these are my dramas. Some of these might be considered action. Maybe they're thriller. I, I, I'm considering them dramas. All right. All right. The first seed in the drama region is the movie Reservoir Dogs. Hmm. And it is playing the 16th seed, The Godfather. Oh. <laughs> the Godfather is the 16th seed. Random order, man. <laughs> How is this ranking? <laughs> Maybe the real question would have been, what if it was The Godfather versus The Godfather Part 2 and I can only keep one because I've got them both, but they're not in a combo pack. I love Godfather uh, Part 2. I, I would keep that. It's longer. Yeah. It's more bang for your buck. So I do. Aaron, uh, Matt, uh, Russ is it, it, the Godfather. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like this is yeah, like. Uh, I mean, right. This is like this is like Samford playing like Duke or somebody. Like this is they're just getting the doors fucking blown off right Godfather now. Godfather versus anything. Boat is Godfather. Yeah. Getting boat raced. Matt, any thoughts? No. <laughs> I just don't know who made this ranking system. How can the Godfather be a 16 seed? <laughs> All right. Next up on the list, we have random order again. The two seed is the movie Wall Street. Uh huh. And the okay. 15 seed is A Few Good Men. Ooh. Well, I have not seen Wall Street. I do know Greed is Good. Okay. And that, of course, is something that has stuck with me for my entire life. Okay. I love being greedy. It's one of the greatest things about me. Uh, but I would stay with A Few Good Men. I think that whole Jack Nicholson scene is worth the price of admission. Did you call the code red? Did you like drinking Mountain Dew code red? I like drinking Mountain Dew code red. Uh, you need me to be drinking Mountain Dew code red. Who else is going to drink Mountain Dew code red? You need me. And I was going to remember another part and swing that around. But just one more time, I'm going to say, you need me drinking Mountain Dew Code Red. You need me on that wall. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a few You need me drinking Code Dew Drew Drivers, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. Code Red Dew Driver. Oh, my God. You ever heard of Code Red Dew Driver? Yeah. No. Can you imagine? Just, it's just like, well, my shits are red now. (laughs) Oh, well. It's another story from John from Dine and Cobb. Wall Street or the few good men? (laughs) You're asking me? Yeah. A few good men, by far. Aaron? A few good men. It's sweep. The next one is one where I can't imagine keeping this. I don't even know why I would have bought this. It's such like a hard movie to watch. But it's the three-seed Primal Fear. Oh, wow. Wait, <laughs> versus you, the 14-seed The Usual Suspect. Can we just look up? Let's look up the box cover of Primal Fear, because I am yeah. not sure. Is that the movie? I think it's an one? Edward Norton movie. Okay. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yes. It's the Edward Norton Richard Gear movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Very good movie. I don't know, man. That's a good movie. It's a good movie, but it gets kind of dark, if I remember right. Well, yeah. But so does Usual Suspects. Man, I'm taking Primal Fear. I'm taking Primal Fear. I, I, I mean, that this... Usual Suspects. I, I think at the end of this one. I'm going Primal Fear. Is that the Kaiser Sosig? Yeah. Is that, is that, that is Usual Suspects. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, I will take Usual Suspects because... Just like Aaron, I'm a big Kevin Spacey fan. He can do no wrong. Oh. Uh, so I will take usual suspects. 
What if oh. what if one of us is like the Kaiser Soze of this podcast? Like we get to episode 500 and it's revealed that Matt was really Rob the whole time. Matt was writing all the parody songs. Matt was doing all the bits. Like Matt wrote the Rolling Stone 500. Like he was behind the whole list the whole time. Wow, oh that would God. be cool. That would be badass. <laughs> the four versus the 13. There will be blood. Daniel Day-Lewis mm-hmm. versus the 13 seed Fargo. Now, can I just say something to you? Because there will be blood. I mean, of course, the answer is Fargo, but there will be blood. He does have that scene called I Drink Your Milkshake. Now, I want to ask you guys, have you seen (laughs) the new milkshake at McDonald's that is available right now? No. No, what is it? This is the Grimace Shake. Now, the Grimace Shake, of course, is purple. purple. You can get right now a purple milkshake. Now, of course, Grimace was brought on to the McDonald's team when they did come up with milkshakes. That's his famous thing. Okay, because you might wonder, what is Grimace? Like, he also looks like, if I told you Grimace was also like a, a, a mascot for an STD ad, like, you'd believe that too, right? Where it's like, what? hey, don't get general warts. Ask Grimace. He's like, I, I'm general warts. You know, like, <laughs> you'd believe that. He, he looks like a general <laughs> wart. But he's also kind of looks like a milkshake. And so they have made this purple milkshake. Uh, what do you guys think? Are we going to get this purple milkshake? I'm thinking yes. No way. No, what? Not. Rob, didn't you just talk about, I mean, you literally said 13 minutes ago. <laughs> I know, but. You get that coffee and then 30 minutes later. <laughs> Rob, which of the McDonald's characters looks like facial pubic lice? Oh, those are the fry guys. I'm just going to ask you this right now. Oh. If you look back to the kitchen <laughs> and a clown was making your food, you wouldn't eat there, right? Like that's, can't be eating where a clown's cooking. Thoughts? So we got a hairnet on? Seems fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's throwing ping pong bozos, throwing ping pong balls in the deep fryer. I think it's weird that they sent Ronald to like sick kids. Like that was a weird one to me. Like if you're, that's you know what I mean. They made a whole house for the sick. Yeah, a whole house, and like that's Ronald. Like it feels like they could have sent any other character, like the Undertaker house, the Undertaker (laughs) WWE house for sick kids. You will notice there's not as many Undertaker houses for sick kids. They didn't take off as much. I'm always putting never. I'm always putting my change in there when I go through the Undertaker drive-through, but I'm not. <laughs> I haven't seen as many. What the fuck movie are we on? Oh yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> so, did you guys say Fargo advanced? Yeah. No, I'm going yeah, there will be blood for sure. But I'm just going to I'm going to do the dissenting opinion of there will be blood. All right. Ugh. Aaron's the great dissenter. Yeah, I'm I, the great dissenter. Yeah. When it comes to the showdown, they won't be there. I Now, I have to admit, beating somebody with a bowling ball, that would be satisfying. Oh, God. Beating Paul Dano with it? Sorry, don't make me do that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin is not sleeping, by the way. I watched that movie the other day. I was wrong. That movie is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> the 512. The 5C is the movie A Time to Kill. And the 12th seed is Goodwill Hunting. Man, wow. fuck that. That's a battle between triceps. Like that, it's it comes down to McConaughey's triceps versus Matt Damon's triceps. Who you got? I got McConaughey. I I gotta go Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, Goodwill Hunting. Hey, Rob. Yes. This podcast sucking. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. Rob, the podcast sucking is not no, it's not your fault. I, Rob, Rob, the last you, week's Russell. episode sucking. Not you, Russell. It was not your fault. Listen, first, not of, your all, fault. Rob, first of all, Rob, I want to be clear. Rob, Rob, the other ones where we've done the tournaments and those were boring episodes, 
<laughs> What's well, not your fault? I want to be very clear. I know it's not my fault. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I'm very clear that it's not my fault. That's never been an issue ever. Okay. Actually, when I've been any lately, I'm like, these guys aren't laughing at any of my bits. Like at the end of a 10 minute Bob McFerrin bit, I'm like, they're not laughing as hard as they were at the beginning. <laughs> Better put in one of Aaron's laughs here into the edit. Uh, yeah, I would say, uh, I would say that when I chose to do this podcast, I chose the wrench. You know what I mean? Like that's the funniest part of that movie Fuck to me. <laughs> well, if you like them apples, you like the six eleven. It's a gangster movie off. It's American Gangster versus Goodfellas. Goodfellas, yeah, yeah my, good, Goodfellas, American Gangster. That was one where I was looking at it like, what possessed me to buy that at the Best Buy, right? <laughs> Has there this? This is all upsets, right? This is all upsets. Everything has been an upset so far, yeah. Matt. Whoever we'll made see this ranking, seven ten is an upset. We only got two games left in this regional. Now, is it as right. funny as when he's a drunken pilot? No, not really. I love that movie. Have you seen that? Where he's like, "Yeah, I'm drunk right now." He's in court. He's like, "I'm drunk as hell right now." Oh, the Denzel one, Slate. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. And then at the end, uh, Grimace comes in, and he like, hey, try my shake. <laughs> Try my shake. Is that what Grimace says? Try my shake? Because that makes me feel uncomfortable. Grimace, I'm going right to HR with you. Okay? <laughs> Try my shake. All right. The last, the last, we got two more matchups. The 710 is the movie Michael Clayton, George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Versus the 10, Departed. Oh. oh. I got to go with the, the Departed. departed. Yeah, yeah, the Departed. It's a sweep. Yeah, Departed. Yeah. That was the movie where I was like, Marky Mark can act. That was the one where I was like, God damn, this guy, he doesn't need the funky bunch. You know me, it was perfect. It was perfect storm for me. That's where, I, that's where he had me. Do you think the funky yeah. bunch is like holding out hope? They're like, ah, he might come back. It's <laughs> just one last. One yeah. Last he's album. like, they're one like, ah, he's, he kind of needs to come back. I listen, I made this barbell over here with concrete bricks on either side. I know he likes that. <laughs> if we could just get one tour. <laughs> The last matchup is the 8-9 seed. The one movie is another gangster movie. Eight is Donnie Brasco versus the nine. I believe this stars one of Rob's favorite actors, Mel Gibson. The movie is Ransom. (laughs) (sighs) Is that a Mel Gibson movie, Rob? I want you uh, (laughs) to blow me. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I think of my kids listening to my side of the podcast being like, Mm, it's doing his Mel Gibson impressions. Very good. This might uh, be the weakest matchup. This has got no one I mean, that could compete for a right. final four out of this matchup, no. right? I'm going Donnie Brasco too, but I, I can take it or leave it with either. I think these. Donnie Brasco is fun. I think uh, I think the whole Fugazi scene in that is so good. You got to keep Donnie Brasco. Matt, any argument? Nope. Nope. Now, to be clear, so through the regional, to be clear, when nope. I got on the podcast today, it was just Russ and I sitting here. Russ goes, I'm going to edit out the whole DVD bracket from the last episode. I said, no, you can't. I said, I made another song this week. You cannot edit that out. I need my song to be played. So to be clear, I didn't say shit. that. I said I was going to edit out the whole bit about the the scat cat whenever we talked about oh. that video. That's yeah, what that I was going to edit out. Good. Yeah, that one can go. It wasn't as long as I remembered it, though. I remember it being <laughs> interminable, but it actually... Guys, listen, I get I get ones of emails about our video review saying they're good or bad. <laughs> it's not important what they say. It what? turns out the dramas, I think it might be heavyweighted. If you look at the movies that advance, I think they're pretty good. We got Godfather, A Few Good Men, Usual Suspects, Fargo, Goodwill Hunting, 
Goodfellas, The Departed, and Donnie Brasco. Are you suggesting that the drama category is a bunch of good movies and that perhaps it was a good idea to keep this bracket? No, that's not what he's saying at all, Aaron. He's actually saying the opposite. <laughs> this is a music podcast. Aaron's right. Aaron's right. Rob's right. All right. Now, I, I knew Russell was going to have a banging collection of dramas. I wasn't concerned. I knew he had good taste. Part of the show. I watched Let's a lot of DVDs in Russell's room. Lights on, mostly. Sometimes lights I remember, off. I remember when we, after college, we would go over to Russell's and we would say, Russell, Russell, put on American Gangster. And he's like, okay, okay, I'm putting it on. It's already in the DVD player. I watch it every day. It's one of my favorite movies. I love the scene where he... All right, so let's get into the, the album. What's that? The alpaca. That's the good scene. You don't wipe alpaca. You blot that shit. I already made that joke earlier, but nobody heard me. So I had to do a rob. You made an American back. gangster joke and none of us picked up on I mean, it? Yeah, I made the alpaca joke. Wow, that is... <sighs> Guys, are you are you shocked or not that Aaron can pull an American gangster quote? <laughs> he can pull an gangster and he can pull that quote, but he's never seen... He's never seen the full Durham or wrecking no, ball. Not. Still haven't seen the wrecking ball video. I'm watching it tonight. It's ignorant. Go to bed. Yeah. Well, it'll put you to bed. I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> here's the deal. We are talking one. about pretenders by the pretenders. This is kind of an album. It's punk rock. New wave is how it's described. Chrissy Hind, kind of an interesting story. She grew up in Ohio and she was a punk rocker. And she's like, you know what? If I love punk, I need to go to the center of punk. I am moving to fucking London town. Okay. Foggy London town. I'm out of here. Cheerio. And she worked at the uh, music magazine NME. And while she was there, she prevented, befriended Vivian Westwood and Malcolm McLaren, who owned a fashion store called, that's right, Sex. It was called Sex. And it sold BDSM clothing. Okay. And you think, oh, Rob's going to go on a big BDSM tear right now and talk about all the clothes you could wear as BDSM. No, I'm not. Okay. But they did sell a ball gag, which I got to wonder what the dressing room for a ball gag looks like, right? <laughs> like, do you go in, you try it on, and you're like, well, it's like, well, I can hear you say, what do you think of this? So it's not big enough ball gag. Get a bigger ball. And do they only cover up the part like your, where your face is? Like, is, can you see the rest of your body? And it's just like from your neck up is covered up while you're putting in the ball gag. <laughs> so like you think you need to change everything, right? You think the dressing room only covers your head while you put out a ball gag? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just a sheet that comes down to the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to cover everything else up. The rest, you, it's like your regular clothes. That makes perfect <laughs> sense to me, Russell. I get it. Oh, God, hey, what do you think of this leash? Room. Open the open the curtain. I can't see it. Uh, <laughs> no, and, come in, come inside here and look at it. I don't want to come out and let anyone see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone to see it till the wedding. Yeah. What do you think? Of, oh, that's a, a wait. That's a word we haven't said yet tonight. They I love so they to to one of those. This Malcolm McLaren who ran the shop was a big punk guy. That's why he sort BDSM stuff because that's what these punks were Ooh. buying. And he tried managing the New York Dolls and I was a big punk guy to do the same in London. And at the time, guess who we caught shoplifting in store? Two future members of the Sex Pistols. And so he kept wanting to put Chrissy. He knew the singer. And he's like, I want to put you in a similar band to them. I want to put you in a punk band. And this. This record company and Lemmy from Motorhead found musicians for Chrissy Hine. They were like, this person's so talented. We need to get people with her. She had, but they had released three singles before this album. And the singles were so big that this album, even though it's a debut album, debuted at number one in the UK. Like that's how big the pretenders were. 
Um, and so people think that this might be the best debut album of all time. So we got to think about that. Uh, and don't think about that ball gag dressing room, which is all I can picture right now. Only thing I want to add is that I read that she's from Akron, which is crazy. That's also where LeBron James and Steph Curry are from like Akron, Ohio, just like a Midwestern town. And uh, like, think of all the people who are from there. I might, I'm probably leaving out some funk artists too. Like Ohio was a funk hotbed. Yep. And Grimace is from there. A lot of people don't realize that. Well, try my shake. He hates the Wolverines. I do love an album that starts with the count off and the, and the three drumstick yep. taps. I like that. Good vibes. This one for sure. My son was like, this is good music. Yeah, he's right. I mean, this is 79. This is punk turning into pop, right? I like the way you cross the street. Cause, uh, it's like it's more like punk it. that actually has musicians who can play their instruments. Yes. Because the guitars throughout this are amazing, if you ask me. I don't know if you see, uh, they've been opening up for Guns N' Roses on their most recent tour. I did see that, really? Matt. Yeah. yeah. Pretenders you hear it, it as, yeah. yeah, and as you start Whoa. listening, you hear some of the guitar riffs and some of the guitar solos again. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. you can see where this is kind of where some of these guys got their influence I heard from. they were having some trouble on the tour because Chrissy Hind was like, hey, we got to get this show started. We got to go, go, go. We got to do it right now. And you know what Axl Rose said? What's that? You got to have patience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Christy was like, you know, I co-own a hospital at home and the doctors aren't making any money. Okay. And Axl Rose is like, oh, I know the solution to that. And you got to have patience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aaron, do you want to make any wise cracks while we're making patience? No, because the thing is, I'm, I'm, doing the, I'm doing the hell out of this whistle solo, but you can't you're hear whistling, it, but yeah. you're going to hear it later. It, when, it, when it comes out back in post, you're going to be like, damn, he can really whistle that patience solo. Oh, I, can't, I can't wait for that. Next up. I've been walking the streets at night. It's so good. Just and a very hard karaoke song. Yes, I love it. Beep gets stuck in the ground. You see me nodding in my little changing room with the ball going No, I don't on. like being stuck in the ground. Kind of see me nodding. Because I need you. Hey, you guys, that's not the same. That's not the same. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, Russ, wet blanket, wet blanket. The phone call. Who would Rob you play? I thought of you every time, Rob. It's got a, a, a time signature change. Rob's favorite thing. They change time signatures. I love it. What is this time signature? This would be like 4-4 four, four or 2-4, four, but then it does like a 3 against 2 kind of thing. You know I love that. I love that shit. Right? I missed one in Blondie, too, and I saw it on TikTok. I was so mad. <laughs> How do you guys talk on the phone? Like, when you know, listen, this is, I got to have like a 10-minute conversation on the phone. How do you, are we putting on headphones? What are we going for a walk? What are we doing when we need to talk on the phone? We're not holding the phone up to our head, right? Oh, God, no. I'm headphones, yeah. You know what Jenny does? Speakerphone in the yeah. house. <laughs> That's her whole family, right? Her, her speakerphone, and it's so bad that her boss contacted her and said, listen, the people you talk to say that your Wi-Fi connection is bad. So, And I was like, no, it's her speakerphone. And she like puts <laughs> the speaker flat down on the counter. Like, it's not her Wi-Fi. And then he said, do you think your husband can fix the Wi-Fi? And I was like, what the fuck? Whoa, My what? Wi-Fi is getting blasted from Jenny's work? Like... There's hey, Rob's like a gamer. His Wi-Fi is just fine. He needs to. Yeah. What the hell? I'm just going right. to tell you right now. If you want to insult somebody 
As soon as you get in their house, go, oh, your Wi-Fi is so slow. Like if somebody <laughs> says to you, your Wi-Fi is slow, it's a dagger because you're like, oh, God. You guys know, I, I mean, I had to email my internet service provider after our last episode. I was like, yo, my <laughs> Zoom kept dropping and my guys are going to be picking on me on the podcast. Yeah. And because you went to Xfinity, they were like, don't worry. Man, <laughs> you know, I dropped Xfinity years ago. Speaking of Xfinity and the internet, so right before we came on this podcast, I'm I'm down here in the the basement where of the smash pad audio quality is terrible again. (laughs) But I get a text from the upstairs tenant saying the TV's not working. Oh God! So right before we start recording, that is such a tenant thing to say. The TV's not working. We I go upstairs just be like, oh maybe I can help out or something. The TV's working. They said they figured it out, but they said, you know. I couldn't get it to work, so I was going to go unplug the internet because I thought maybe there was some wrong with the internet. But my upstairs tenant said, I was worried that if I unplugged the internet during your podcast, you would throw a shit fit. Rightfully so. You yeah. planned this so, evening. Right? This is yeah. important. Right. Did you explain to her the bit you did about the dressing room for the ball gag where she just covers your head? She wants to cut yeah. that off. She wants to cut hey, off the Rob. internet. It's like huh. Elon Musk at Twitter. Rob, if they had a store with just those, if they had just that dressing room, I bet that dressing room would be called Up the Neck. Oh. <laughs> Up the Neck. Did you guys know any song besides Brass and Pocket on this whole album? No. I do know one, actually. Yeah, there was one other one, right? Yeah, there was one other one we knew. I think of the clash a lot too. I mean, obviously it's around the same time. Like, yeah. It's, you know, similar vibe to me. In fact, they even had like a, a Scott song or reggae song. She was getting married, wasn't she? Yeah. She was going to be in the clash for a while. Like that was her. Oh, yeah. And then she whoa, was dating. Okay. Who was she dating? The She tried to convince Steve Jones and then Johnny Rotten of the Sex Pistols who were managed by McLaren to marry her, to get her a work permit. Hyde's version nice. of this episode is that Rotten offered to go to the registry office with me and do the unmentionable, but when the subsequent, but when he subsequently withdrew, Sid Vicious volunteered to take the place. Upon arrival at the registry office, the following morning they found it closed for an extended holiday and were unable to attend the following day due to Vicious making a court appearance. So, oh, wow. sound like she dodged a bullet. That is pretty punk, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty punk. Tattooed love boys. This is Rosie's song. This is the song I know. You know this one. And if you gotta, you gotta wait till the guitar hook. This is you might have to go to the beginning. But you mess with a good star. You gotta. You want me to go to the beginning? Fast forward a little bit, Rob. Oh, that right, right there. Oh, no, yeah, you were good, right there. Good star. You gotta pay. Yeah. This part, I know this song immediately. You guys know this song? No, I know it from the game Guitar Hero 2. This song was in Guitar Hero 2. When Matt was talking about great guitar songs, that's where I remembered this from, is playing this in Guitar Hero 2. And so I thought we could do a list of the greatest songs ever from the video game Guitar Hero oh 2. Ah, yes. Yes, I'm here for And this. I love that Russell did Guitar Hero 2, so he has a... He could do this later. Yes. Different Guitar Heroes. I do have to give some shout outs, honorable mentions to the song Wolf Mother or oh, Wo- Woman by Wolf Mother. So Great song. Great song. Danzig Mother, I should yeah. say. Woman was Wolf. Wolf Mother was Woman. Danzig is Mother. Yeah. Kansas Whoa. Carry On My Wayward Son. I know Aaron yeah. doesn't like Kansas, but that song Wait, do rocks I not like on the guitar. Hold up. I thought yeah. you said you don't like them. I do like Carry On My Wayward Son. 
Great show choir tune. Primus, John oh. the Fisherman, Stray Cats, Rock This Town, and the final song in the game, Freebird. All great songs Whoa. that did not make the list. Also, I thought about Primus a lot on this album because she does that kind of like mumbly, just like I'm talking and I'm talking and there's like some lyrics going on and I'm singing. That sounds like Primus to me, but let's go into the list. All right, first song in the list is from 1971. This was in the thrash and burn section of Rolling of Guitar Hero 2. It's the Rolling Stones, Can't You Hear Me Knocking. Oh, God, this song fucking rules. Is this on Sticky Fingers? I don't know that. Matt, do you know? I don't know. That is so... God, what a great song to play on. And, yeah. you know, Guitar Hero, like you'd play this, and really, when you were deep into it one night... You felt like a fucking rock star when you nailed one of these songs. You, you were in the groove. And you knew you had it when you went to sleep and you saw dots falling as you closed your eyes. That's when I knew I was playing enough. Chrissy Hines said one of her all-time favorite bands, she said the Beatles and the Stones, she grew up in the 60s wanting to be Brian Jones. And I was actually reading, there was an Apple Music write-up on the album Inspiration by the Pretenders. It said Chrissy Hyde has never seen a reason to draw a line in the sand between 60s rock and pop versus punk. Oh, yeah. That is that is from Sticky Fingers. That's- yeah. Next song on the list is from 1973. This was in the String Snappers part of Guitar Hero 2. Oh. The song is Search and Destroy by Iggy Pop and the Studios. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, did they do this on Guitar Hero? That must have been hard. We've done one Stooges album before, right? Yeah. Raw Power? Yeah. No. What's the name of the Stooges album we did? Stooges. That's our most downloaded album, too, by a mile. <laughs> Funhouse? Was that what it was? Funhouse? Yeah, that's Funhouse, yeah. God damn, I'm smart. Well, we might not have been huge fans, but Chrissy Hine, huge fan. Iggy Pop was essentially her musical hero. And when she moved oh, to England, she it. had three albums with her. One was Raw Power. One was White Light, White Heat by the Velvet Underground, and the other one was Funhouse by the Stooges. So, huge fan of Iggy Pop. Next item on the list is from 1975. This was a relentless riff in Guitar Hero 2. We've talked about this band once or twice before. The band is Heart. Yeah. The song is Crazy on God, you. Heart oh, fucking wow. rocks. Yes. You rocking out to that on Guitar Hero? Just, yeah, it's a great song. Crazy on you. I mean, what... A- I'm telling you guys, we have rock band at the cabin. We try to set it up every year. You play the drums, and I got a smoke machine on eBay that plays on certain songs, so it blows smoke in your face while you're playing. Wait, and yeah. You also now have a disco ball, right? And there's a multiple disco balls in the area, of course. My dad has <laughs> hung up disco balls. Any anywhere? Yeah. Robert Senior is. There's a disco ball. Yeah. Then he said, "Oh, my! Your mom bought this at the store." She was in a dressing room that only covered her head. I was like, wait a minute. Ann Wilson said in the early days of their band, an all-female rock band was kind of a novelty and they had credibility issues. But she said few women like Chrissy Hine, Joan Jett, proved they were the real thing and it helped them and made it much better for women in the rock space. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, sweet. All right, next song on the list. I think this is one of Rob's favorite bands. He's got at least one song I think I think he likes by them. From 1978, this was in the amp warmer se- section of Guitar Hero 2. It's You Really Got Me by Van Halen. I actually would say I do not like Van Halen. You Ironically, don't like Van Halen. I do not care for Van Halen. 
I think Hot for Teacher is one of the greatest songs of all time. Do not like Van Halen. I specifically picked this because I thought you liked Van Halen. I I gotta say, they're kind of growing on me as I get older. I'm kind of getting into my Van Halen phase. I just can't get over Eddie's stuff about how he doesn't listen to music. And like, if so, I, I would like them better if I never read any of their interviews. Yeah, but he, he also named his kid like Wolfgang, right? Like, he's like, I don't listen to music. And then he names his kid Wolfgang. It's like, well, I think uh, you're suspect. Yeah. It'd be like if I if I was like, oh, I've never eaten at McDonald's. And then you know what I would name my kid? You guys will not guess what it <laughs> Grimace. <laughs> no, do no I, do I, do I have to take my spanking now or not? <laughs> uh, let me think. You can actually take your spanking now and later. <laughs> and get into this, get into this dressing room. <laughs> well, sorry. Can I try that again with the ball gag on? Well, it's a very small Shit, ball sorry. gag. That would almost be more annoying than a big ball gag, right? Like if it was really small, you'd be like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> More of an annoyance than a, than a true game. Like trying to pretend like you can't talk through it, and the person's like, "No, yeah. I can totally hear you. Like I know yeah. exactly what yeah. you said." It feels like I have sand on my tongue. It's just this little in ball na- gag. In 1981, Eddie Van Halen actually toured with the Pretenders, and he came on stage to play a few songs. He was going to play "Wild Thing" and "Louie Louie" with the Pretenders on stage. His amp blows up, so he has to use Chrissy's guitar. And it left him like befuddled because her guitars got like that jangly sound that we're hearing on this album, as opposed to what he was playing at the time. So that was pretty crazy. That's crazy on you to tell us that Russell. That's, that's crazy go. on you. So I am last song on the guys, list. In case you wonder best guitar hero, two songs. I love this is list. from 1997. This is the Foo Fighters and monkey wrench. Man, does Guitar Hero 2 have the, the vocalist option too? Did you sing on Guitar Hero 2 or just I don't guitar? think they had a, no, just, it, they might have had the bass option. Because the one where you can sing. I that, love the pause on the song. Hold on, ready? Yep. <laughs> I think it's a great pause. Ah, man. Fake Hard ending, to do right? Too, right? Like, right, here you go. had to be tight. Yeah. Taylor Hawkins, big fan of the Pretenders. Aww. When he died, they did the Wembley Stadium tribute to Hawkins. And the first band that came on stage, the Pretenders. Oh, that's wow. fucking fantastic. Dave man, Grohl said cool. he and Hawkins shared a musical love and spent many a night singing and dancing to the Pretenders. But what they the song they played at that at the tribute concert, Pretenders played, led by Chrissy Hine, with Dave Grohl on bass, they played Tattooed Love Boys, the song we just listened Whoa. to. Which was on Guitar Hero 2. Oh, Whoa. my God. Russell. Full circle. That's Such a good list. Guitar my Hero God. 2, that's a game, right? What a list. What yeah, a list. It is a game. Connected it better list by Russell. That was easily a It was better than the song I had. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, it was the video game my mom. I mean, my mom got the cheaper version of that game. And it was actually um, Jug Band 2. <laughs> and it was a big jug. Jug Band. <laughs> there was only like two songs. Is just will the circle yeah. be unbroken? Yep, and and the one that goes jug solo. Next up, Space Invader. Okay, I know what you guys are thinking on the album. You're like, God, I wish there was an instrumental. That's what everybody says, right? Uh, I do. I get this seems like a good time. I got to I got to shout out my mom. She sent my son a new batch of pants. And some of them were made with Space Invader fabric, and he was fucking stoked. So he gets to wear video game fabric pants to school, and he's really pumped up. 
And then but you didn't get any new pants. Yep. And then yeah, Aaron's yeah, wife. No, none for Aaron's me. wife looks yeah. at Aaron and goes, I wish you had Space Invader pants, you piece of shit. I hate your pants. It happens. It's true. <laughs> it happens. It's the number one thing I hate about you. It's your pants. Oh, oh geez. Aaron, your pants don't have like a, a rip in the crotch or anything yeah. like that. No, they're, they're just, just, no, they're just, I don't know. Like I got, you know, I got some like boring green corduroys and some black pants. And I got these like, you know, athletic slash casual pants. Listen, like, just like those. When you said boring green corduroys, say no more. I understood that line. That was a sentence <laughs> my brain understood perfectly. What does she just want you to wear like old Navy jeans every day or what? I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like sure. you're mixing it up quite maybe, a bit. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Well, I wear gym shorts most days, but if we go out and put on some pants, you know, I'm a, uh, I like to keep the lady happy. <laughs> wow. Weird. Wow. Weird. What a treat. <laughs> hey, babe, tonight, today, pants going on. Yeah. They're my, they're my, they're my crazy green corduroy or whatever you said. Normal green corduroy. <laughs> You guys, hey, we're going out tonight. You want me to bring the the green corduroy ball gag or just the normal <laughs> the normal ball gag? Oh, that no. would be the worst. Corduroy, corduroy, corduroy ball, ball gag. gag. Someone come <laughs> it's like it's moist from last time. You're like, Ugh, it's cold, oh. cold, cold ball <laughs> gag. That would be the worst, right. right? What would be the worst? A cold ball gag or one that's already warm? Ugh. The weight. But not like the band. What do you think of Chrissy Hines' vocal stylings here? She's very unique, isn't she? Yeah, she has that. She has that thing of uh, sometimes sounding bored and then sounding like she's got kind of a snarl, like sort of like Debbie Harry. It's a good vibe. So this is the first song that I saw that Chrissy Hines had a writing uh, credit mm-hmm. to the song. You know, I don't really? know, but this is this is probably not her most famous writing credit that she's ever gotten. Can you guys one? imagine you know what her most favorite one? writing credit could possibly be? No, what is it? No. Can we imagine oh, it? I could, it. could imagine it. Imagine. Wait, what's the other famous yeah. pretender song? There's um. Is it WAP? Shit. What's the other? <laughs> I thought we did it last week. It was the Rush Limbaugh song. There's a more bow, famous pretender bow, song. Bow, 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 well, there's more bow, pretender bow, song, bow, but not a Chrissy Hines song. Oh, Rush Limbaugh, Rush the NFL bow. analyst. <laughs> so you know this, Matt? You know a different song that she wrote? Yeah, go ahead, Rob. Hit play. Did you write this? That's Chrissy Hyde. She wrote this. That's she her. helped. She helped Phoebe Cates write. That's her in the smelly I didn't cat. Know that. That is her. <laughs> and so my wife, biggest Friends fan there is in the world. Hello. Oh my God. Hello. We sing this hey. song all the time at the house. I thought we were it's a on Chrissy a Chrissy Hines song. I thought That's we were amazing. on a big break. <clears throat> what are they beating you? Aaron, yeah. are you listening to my joke? No, I'm listening to the song. Big, okay, I'm going to say it again. Big Friends fan. Oh, you're a big Friends fan? Hello. Oh, there it is. I'm Chrissy. Ross. Yeah. We were on a big break. Because they were, but they're big, so it's like a big. Did you mute the clip to do the joke? What? No. All anybody wants to hear is Smelly Cat. You know what I was hearing? I was thinking when you listen to that, they've got the studio audience or the laugh track. We should have a laugh track, Rob. We we should have a laugh track track. for the podcast. We should do at least one episode of the laugh track so we can hit the button. Yeah. (laughs) We do need that. We need a laugh track, Rob. I absolutely love. My penis. Like, I wouldn't. That's not a laugh. Anyone though. else's penis. No. That makes me no laugh. laugh. So, long story short, Rosie, you're the only one who seemed very impressed by that. I'm Chrissy excited. It's amazing. Wrote that. Help make that song. Yeah. We sing that all the time as well. My cat now is old and smells. <laughs> Did so. you know it was her 
Matt, or did you have to do some research? Did a little research. Yeah, I'm impressed. Research. I like friends. I like friends when they were like, you know what people like nipples. We're gonna do this. Is just the <laughs> nipple season. But they had that one season. Where it was just like nipples, like crazy. Everybody had big nipples. They were pointing out as nipple time. That was my. Now you got to now you got to pull up the Adam Sandler <laughs> song when he just does nipple, 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 nipple. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to pull it up. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> oh, no. Guys. God damn. Adam Sandler. He's got it. You can say what you want. Adam Sandler. Great A shit. I remember I had my, I tricked my grandma into buying his, D, his CD for me. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. And she's like, oh, my grandson, do you like this CD? Why did you play a song for me? And I'd be like, okay, oh. here's one. It's about a toll a guy who works in the toll booth. Oh, You're going to like this one. Like, like Steve motherfucking Polychronopolis and yeah, the goat Steve ass motherfucking Polychronopolis. <laughs> the best Sandler whatever was the goat. Did you guys yes. ever listen to the one with the goat where there's like the old man who like beats the goat because oh, the goat gets terrible. away from the truck? Yeah. I remember... Everybody I knew had that CD. They'd be like, yeah, fucking it. We'd be listening to a skit laughing every time. Like, oh, I wonder how we ended up in this podcast together. It's weird. Yeah, it's so strange. All our wives are like, yes, I also listened to the Adam Sandler CD. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, Russell, if you moved with your roommate? She's like, well, here's what I brought. It's the Adam Sandler. They're all going to laugh at me CD. We'd be like, what? It's just us laughing she's, over and over at yeah. like, yeah. She threw out all of her possessions except for the Adam Sandler CD. She's like, this is the one thing I yeah. brought. You're like, well, maybe I should rethink. Here's this. the fourth version of the Hanukkah song. There's this joke about the bush going up to her belly button. It kills every time. <laughs> My favorite part of the CD. All right. Stop your sobbing. Stop your sobbing. It is time for you to stop all of your oh, oh, come on. What a great start. Fun. Yeah. This is the that first pretty single. dynamic. It, it kind of lures you in at times, then hammers yeah. it down. And I like the guitars too, man. I think you said the guitars earlier. But this yeah. is a cover I'm of a King song. This is the first single they released. Only one on the album, not helped, uh, written by Chrissy Hind, I think. Or actually, there's a, maybe a couple more, but most of them are written by her. Uh, Private Life. What do you guys think? What's the most similar band to this? What would you compare them to? I mean, I think I already said it for me. It's it's The Clash. Or it's like, I mean, you want to say Blondie because we just heard them. And they also have a female lead singer, but that's kind of reductionist. Matt probably has a better idea. Well, no, I was going to say, you know, giving away my ending here, but the fact, <laughs> the fact that What's Her Nuts from Blondie is called the queen of rock and roll. When we've talked about all of these other artists, you know, but from heart to, you know, I think Chrissy Hine is way better artist and I, and I could be off on that, but like this band is way better than Blondie, in my opinion. Blondie came out yeah. about a year before it. So they obviously heard Blondie and knew Blondie and all that stuff when they were writing this album. But I don't know. I think this just blows away yeah, I think the Blondie album. I think you're right. I don't see how. When you want to hear about Perfect. the greatest All right. Here we go. Have a good night, everybody. It's a wrap. Some of the summer grimace in a ball gag. I mean, we know that's a joke, <laughs> right? Like, just picture I mean, that you hear head. some Patty Smith in there, too, right? I mean, you hear yeah. some of that. Yep. That's Absolutely. a good call, Matt. I like yeah. that. All right. Some of those stylings. Now, some of you real hindheads might have said, Rob, you played those out of order. You should have been played Kid next. Or no, you should have played uh, 
I think you're I think you're doing kid. Oh, wait. I haven't played kid yet, have I? I don't think so. No nope. songs we got. You have four. not played kid yet. I love any song that sounds like it could have been in a new girl episode, and this sounds like it could have been in a new girl episode. This is a song about how uh, a kid finds out that his mom is a prostitute. And I think we can all agree that would be a bummer, right? That would be a bad day. Could be Depends awkward. on how they found out. Oh, ah. Russell. <laughs> Russell. Like they find out from because their friends are talking about it at the schoolyard or something. Or It would be bad to find out if you were like in Las Vegas and she was on one of those cards that Gentleman John or whatever was hanging, hanging out. Uh, that would be the worst. Be the rough way Could you imagine out. like you're in mm. Vegas for like your buddy's 21st birthday or, or mm. bachelor party and you go down and they're clicking those cards and it's. Oh, it's <laughs> move on. When you come yeah. from the desert, that's what pretty it's girls do. It's your mom doing the oh, purple no. shake on one of those cards. Oh, oh my oh, God. <laughs> You know what? That would take some time. That would be something we're like, you'd be like, well, (laughs) at least I know this is going to be the worst day of my life. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing that could possibly get worse. worse. And then you're going to be like, she only charges like $40 too. That would be be a cheap mom. (laughs) Mom, Hey, hey, all the moms out there. I just want to tell you right now, respect yourself. Okay. Charge a lot for sex work. Thank you. All right. I, I do want to talk. Uh, well, here, let's go. Brass and pocket. I've been diving, Did you guys figure out what brass and pocket means? No uh, this has a bunch of like British slang in it, right? Yeah. And I saw that brass. They're referring to ass, and brass and pocket is like ass in the jeans. Oh. I was like, I'm gonna start saying that. Like, oh, look at Aaron's pants. You can barely see his brass in pocket. I hate these fucking pants. Brass in the pocket. Gotta get some better pants. Yeah. Oh, these green piece of shit pants that my fucking husband wears all the time. I fucking hate these pants. God damn yeah, it. Matt. Yeah. And it was more because it was how Rosie was singing uh, uh, Rob's fart song or whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the fart dick song. So really, it was from you, Rosie. That's yeah. how. Appreciate it. Thank you. L- lovers I'll take of. It as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Lovers of today. This is a, I like. I mean, guys, this is a vibe album. Yeah, this is a make you look cool album. Okay, me in college breaking out my Adam Sandler. They're all gonna laugh at you, CD. Not cool. You college breaking out pretenders. Very cool. Chrissy Hyde once said the greatest rock guitar player ever was Jeff Beck. She actually had Jeff Beck come in and play a song with the Pretenders. They recorded a song called Legalize Me. I think Rob's got it. You'll have to check this out. Jeez. Nice. That's a face melter. Jeez. She said Jeff Beck had gone to Planet Beck where no other guitar player has ever gone. So she brings Jeff back in, clears out the studio of everyone except the engineers because she doesn't want everyone to, like, freak out and be overwhelmed, like, hey, this is their hero. And he comes in, he starts playing, and she says she couldn't take her eyes off his guitar. She was in awe. But they were, like, super business about the whole thing. So when he left, they were just like, oh, thanks for coming in. We'll see you around some other time. And he walks out of the studio, and they all just lost their minds. They were like, holy shit, can you believe he did that? So when it comes to crushing the rock guitar on a Pretender song and being Chrissy Hyde's guitar hero, who did it better? Jeff Beck did it better. Badass. It's not Beck. It's like Ding Beck. 
It's like Jeff Beck. It's, it's not the same. It's Jeff Beck. It's Jeff, Jeff Beck. Beck. Jeff yeah. Beck. Jeff Beck. Uh, listen, can I just tell you how powerful this Adam Sandler CD is? I'm just going to say the title of one track and see if you don't okay. laugh at this. Okay. And those of you at home too. See if you don't laugh. It's the first one. Assistant principal's big day. I cannot tell you what happens in that skit, but I guarantee I laugh. I, I could just picture it. It's funny as shit. All it's right. Redhead, red hooded sweatshirt on that album. Dip, 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 sweatshirt. There's Fatty McGee. There's <laughs> the beating of a high school janitor. I mean, that's a classic. Oh, no. <laughs> My mustache. <laughs> Medium pace. Oh, God. Oh, okay. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> One of the songs is the beating of a high school Spanish teacher. Oh. <laughs> You're laughing. I We're laughing at this. I guarantee Aaron and I have definitely sang at a medium pace with a bunch of other oh, people in the dorm yes. room. Yeah, yeah, five oh, times. Yes. Of course. <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, something, darling, something, something. Make me push my but imagine if you're like, you're like legs. honey, I love you. What song should we pick for our wedding? I can't believe we've been together so many years. But what song should we pick that really shows that we're together? We're bonded forever. She goes, oh, yeah. My favorite song ever is Tollbooth Willie. Oh. Like, <laughs> nobody's going to say that except for guys that look just like us. All right. <laughs> Lover. No. Mystery <laughs> Achievement. Is this the final song or not? Yes. Oh, man, sad. It's over. There's deluxe editions of this all over. Beware, everybody. Beware. Oh, Both songs. It was a pretty killer ending. I like this song as the last Me song. Too. Matt, what do you think? Is it time for the rating system again? Oh. It's time for Rob to introduce the rating system. You know what, guys? Let's get in. Oh, God. Put something in my mouth. Don't know what that was. Let's. Oh, so it's a tiny, tiny ball gag. Ah, oh, it's a tiny. <laughs> I mean, this isn't even worth the money. That's warm. It's oh, oh no. Let's get um, into what our. If, what if it was a Cadbury egg ball gag? Oh, <laughs> you just couldn't quite bite down on it. Tie me up, Easter Daddy. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> My God, I would be so happy. You know, I. That's one of those things where they say, "What could you eat fifty of?" I think I could eat fifty Cadbury eggs. Oh, I bet wow. I could. Oof. I bet I could. I'd be willing to try it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I bet you couldn't. There's no, no way you no, could. That's, uh, that's a That'd be impossible. That's Nobody rough. could ever do that. Oh. <laughs> Someone has tried on YouTube, I'm sure. <laughs> you just see me. Uh, you see me like, uh, you know, you just see me. I'm, I'm at home and I'm like, oh, wake up. Alarm goes off. I hit the alarm. <laughs> I get up, go to the kitchen. Put three Cadbury eggs in a glass, drink them down, go to the CVS, realize that there's no Cadbury eggs because it's not the fucking spring. They just don't sell them all the time like they should. Fucking pieces of shit. I can't get any Cadbury eggs. I brought three Cadbury eggs, by the way, back from England for my friend Suzanne. And I they've been in my fridge, right? Jenny the other day was like, hey, I ate one of those Cadbury eggs of Suzanne's. I was like, you know I brought those back from a different country for her. And Jenny was like, yeah, I ate one. I, and she knew it. I was like, oh, wow. That's nuts. How long have they been there for, though? 
Well, I don't know. When would when did I go to London? Do you guys remember the stories I told about going to London? <laughs> it's like eight months ago. Yeah, we haven't heard any of them. So I think I told to a lot of great stories about that. One of them was about Grimace and a ball gag. And get ready for that joke later because here it comes after the thing. <laughs> Listen, we are in the rating systems. We were talking about pretenders at pretenders. Listen, this is 152 on the list. And you might say, oh, are you guys tired of talking to each other because you're trying to bang out all these episodes so you don't have to do anything over July? What? Ooh, no. Like when you say bang, you're Yeah, about us. what do you think? We are teachers. We're trying to take the summers off. We want to actually do absolutely nothing. Hang out with our families. I mean, if I, if I say to my families, the, the beating of a high school bus driver, they're not going to laugh like you guys do. You know what I mean? (laughs) The beating of a, of a podcast. host wearing a ball game. Oh my God. Oh, the jokes write themselves. Uh, So this album, 152. Okay. Is this, a perfect album, The Pretenders. Listen, it, it it's it's a great album. What we it's great singing, it's great. It, it's punk, it's pop, it's everything. What do we think? One fifty two, Rolling Well Toned, Rolling Boned, or Rolling Grown? Aaron, what do you think? I think it's Rolling Boned. I think it's better than some of the other stuff we've heard from similar era, similar bands of the same era. And um, I think it's great music. So it's it's a it's the right formula. It's it's Rolling Bone it should be higher on the list. Uh, Russell, what do you think? Rolling Well Toned, Rolling Bone, or Rolling Grown? The pre- the great pretenders. I thought it was a pretty dynamic album. That kind of like I said. Oh, no. Oh, I thought oh. it was me. Oh, no. <laughs> now, the question is, are we going to make fun of Russell's Wi-Fi in the same way that he made fun of Aaron's last week? No. Are we going to do that? I don't think we can. We can't make fun of Russell, right? It's kind of no. scary. Like, he's, we you never not. know. <laughs> And we, God, got, and we just made time. the jokes about insulting his Wi-Fi earlier in the episode, oh, if you remember. It's too much. Well, at least it's Russell looks real. happy. At least Russell looks yeah, happy the way that he's, he's smiling. sitting there. Oh, man. Wait, I can see real. something on his screen. It says downloading track beating of a high school science teacher. Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep coming on this album. How is this album been out of the list? Uh... And thank you, everybody. That was the episode. Thank when you so you much. Hear about the <laughs> oh, Russell, you're back. Oh, that was terrible. Russell, what do you got? Right in the middle of the most important part. Yep. And we're not even going to say anything about your wife. We said we heard dynamic. We, you said dynamic, yep. and then you cut out. I was just saying this. I think the most, before this podcast, the biggest thing I ever did since, like, high school choir in terms of music was getting into Guitar Hero this got me back to Guitar Hero 2. So because of that, I'm going to say it's Rolling Well Toned. Uh, and Matt, Rolling Well Toned, Rolling Bone, or Rolling Grown, The Pretenders? Uh, rolling Bone. This is one of the best albums that we've heard from the late 70s, early 80s. It's up there with uh, Talking Heads and some of those other groups. So I I still, I, and it's probably just personal with me now, the, the whole Blondie thing and calling her the queen of rock and roll. And when we've got artists like that this, bands off. like this. You know, oh God, it did. You know, so I saw, I don't it know. It was Kermit it's, the it's, Frog that called her that, not me. What? <laughs> Hi ho, Kermit the Frog here. Remember, yeah. Kermit the Frog called her the queen of rock and roll on the Muppets song. Uh, listen, this gets a rolling X page. You guys are wrong, first of all, for 150 times in a row. Okay, I almost forgot it. the bit. Uh, this gets a rolling expatriation. Patriotation. Patriot, what do you call that? Patriotation. Patriotation. Oh, no. Please stop. Please stop saying that. Patriation. Patriot. Expat. What does that expat stand for? (laughs) 
Tell me. Expatriation. Expatriation. Okay, edit point. <laughs> Note for self. This is a foreign exchange student that actually did something worth a damn instead of just telling everybody years later, oh, I was a foreign exchange student. Yeah. Okay, this was somebody who actually went and made music and became one of the famous, most famous bands. I mean, guys, they're putting out albums like every five years. You look at the album list of Pretenders, they've been putting out albums consistently. Like, it's crazy. But next up, Aaron, I'm just going to ask you this. And this is a serious question. Do you know yeah. who PJ Harvey is? Yes, because she did music for Peaky Blinders. Damn, damn, that's what we have next. It's Dry by PJ Harvey. I don't know. When you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time. I thought I was like, oh good, we'll hear some family feud. But it wasn't the it wasn't the Harvey I was thinking of. (laughs) Uh, You want a woman to stroke your blank. Beep. Dick. Oh god. I can't believe it's a dick. (laughs) We surveyed a hundred men. Yeah. Top answers are on the board. Yeah. Amateur (laughs) blank. (laughs) Amateur blank. Did you guys hear that? Rob, this bit. I don't know. (laughs) This bit, it's not your fault. Oh, no. It's it's not your fault, (laughs) Rob. No, No, Rob, Rob, you don't understand. It's time. Make us do the episode on Monday night because you got to travel abroad again. (laughs) Not your fault. Us waiting a half hour because Aaron didn't know we were on because you didn't tell him we were on. Not, it's not your fault, Rob. Rob, Rob, it's not your fault. Ugh. Not you, Russell. Not you. <laughs> I got a little tiny grimace in my mouth. Wait, oh, I fucked up the joke. God damn it. That was the... Pl- I was... I sc- that's on me. That's my bad. It's not my fault, though, Russell. You're right. <laughs>